Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaHealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope. Brought to you by Enzymedica with host Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby-Gonzalez. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here are your hosts, Terry and Kristen. Hi, everyone. This is Kristen Selby-Gonzalez. I am your host this week. Carrie will be back next week. I am just super jazzed. On the guest we have today, we have Ron K. Kaufman. He is from the Sunrise Program, also known as the Autism Treatment Center of America. And he is here to talk to us about his story and some really upcoming, exciting things. So, hi, Ron. How are you? Hey there, Kristen. Thanks for having me. Very cool. I, you know, I've known you for I don't even know how many years now, and I am always blown away by what you guys do at the Autism Treatment Center of America and all the work that not only what you've done, but your sister and your parents and all the people, the staff, uh, just, it's just so, so amazing. And I know you guys have been there for over 30 years, and I was thinking, some of the viewers, I can't, or I'm sorry, listeners, I can't imagine them not knowing, you know, the Sunrise Program story, but for the few that are out there that is me, that may have not heard your story yet, can you just give them a brief um, understanding of why you're here? Sure. Um, well, basically, as a young, as a young boy, I was diagnosed as uh, quite severely autistic, so I had no language, uh, no eye contact. I was completely encapsulated in my own world. Uh, you know, I would spend my days rocking back and forth, flapping my hands in front of my face, doing other repetitive behaviors. And my parents were told, hey, we're really sorry. This is Your son has a severe the case of autism, and he is going to be really like this with very little improvement for the rest of his life. And when he gets a little older, you're going to want to consider her, 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 you know, really putting him in a facility and an institution where he can be properly taken care of. And my parents did something really amazing in the face of that, which is rather than really buy into all that, they turned their backs on those predictions and prognoses, and they developed their own home-based, very much child-centered program where they worked with me for a little over three years. And at the end of that period, as you can (laughs) probably guess, uh, I ultimately recovered completely without any trace of my former condition. I just lived a you know, regular life, ultimately graduated from the Ivy League's Brown University with a degree in biomedical ethics. 
uh, and all of which was really not supposed to be in the cards for me. They, my, my father, Barry. Now, now, wait a second, Ron. I just want to make sure for the view, the listeners that are listening right now that, you know, maybe not understanding. What he's saying, guys, is that he was diagnosed and now he's recovered. Am, am I correct in that? <laughs> yes, that is correct. Okay, because I'm still amazed, and I know you. You're one of my dear friends, and it like still blows me away that you ever had that diagnosis. Because it's like when, if you know, if people know you, it, it doesn't even seem that that was part of your past. So it's crazy. Well, you know, it's funny you should say that because I, at least, obviously, it seems that way to me too. <laughs> um, and and we've had, you know, we've had other children, be, you know, after me who, who've also recovered and. Really, I, you know, I've, and I've gotten a chance to spend time with a lot of them. It feels the same way in the sense of there's not this sense of uh, they've recovered, but they still have a lot of trouble with the social ends of things. I certainly have no trouble in that area of my life at all. And I, I really attribute that, in my case, to, to the work that my parents did, and in their case, really to what the Sunrise Program is, which is it's really focused on building a relationship with these kids and then helping them to really become incredibly socially adept, incredibly enjoying the people, incredibly good at interacting with people rather than, for instance, focusing on them learning other kinds of skills. Uh, and so really, yeah, that then you have the situation where you have kids and, and let's say in my case, where it's the social stuff that's the most, that comes the most naturally and the most easily to me. Well, you know, um, for people that are listening, if you know my story, you, many of you have heard me talk about the Sunrise Program because I've been doing the Sunrise Program with my son, gosh, you know, probably a little over, well, well I guess over six years now. And I had a little guy who didn't have any eye contact and have any language um, and literally would just line things up all day long and Really, it didn't appear that he knew I was even in the room. And gosh, and you know, you know Jackson Ron. So now he's not recovered, but he's getting there, and he's looking, he's talking, he's he's potty trained, he's learning to ride a bike. And you know, this was all, you know, this was all told. We were told that this was never going to happen as well. And I think it's important for people to listen that are listening out there to know that, you know, everybody's outcome is different. Everybody's story is different. And it doesn't necessarily mean, like, with your parents, they worked with you for three, three and a half years, where somebody like me, you know, we're still working, but yet we're seeing the progress. And that is the exciting part. And so I think what's so neat about Sunrise is it's really tailor-made to each person. Would I be right in that? Absolutely. So, and that's what we've seen with, you know, I see with my son, I see with other children, is that it's not a, it's not like, okay, yeah, here's the principles, but then you guys give us all of the different tools that go along with those principles. So, when I'm listening to your story, okay, you know, people are probably asking questions of, okay, how, how do you know you're recovered? I, I get that question a lot. <laughs> how do you know? Well, it's really funny. Um, so, there's the outside and the inside, right? In my case, I was then... You know, re, you know, re-diagnosed and re-seen by people later, and they said I had no trace of autism. But uh, also there's the inside in the sense of I don't have the experience of, let's say, feeling any different or having difficulties in certain areas of my life that I can trace back to that period. Uh, I've talked to other kids that, that feel the same way. And by the way, that's, that's certainly not a, a statement on or against anyone who's, I mean, look, we've worked, we've also worked with a whole bunch of kids who have not recovered, but have made progress that far outstrips their original prognosis. So I think what's most important is what you were touching on, Kristen, is number one, that 
we really feel like it's always going to serve us and, to and serve any parent to really keep believing in their child, even in spite of different things they're told about what their child isn't going to do. We never decide in advance, like at the Autism Treatment Center, we never decide in advance what a child is not going to do or not going to be able to accomplish. It, it never is a helpful place to come from because we feel like let's treat every child like they're capable of unlimited progress and then at least we know they'll go as far as they can possibly go. So this, you know, because I, of course, I do the Sunrise program and I want the listeners to really understand this is a place where you guys have been there. I know you've been there for over 30 years and I've said this before, but you guys were popular with autism before autism was popular. And for me, it really it really hits home because not only do you have this amazing program, but you have your family has the experience of going through it. And I think that is so important because you're not just talking about it. You guys all lived it. And um, what I think is so amazing is that the families go to where you guys are at. And basically, I know when I went there, and so many years ago, and I've been back many times and visited and taken other programs, but... Basically, you guys give me the tools and give others the tools so we can go home and, you know, there is no waiting list. And when I say no waiting list, what I mean by that, guys, is that how many of us are on a waiting list for either speech or for a therapy or for OT or for an evaluation? And what's so amazing with the Sunrise program is once you get, once you learn the principles and once you learn the techniques, there is no waiting list, meaning you go home and you can do it right then, right there. Um, when I got home from, you know, my first week with you guys, um, it was amazing because I get home and I, I didn't really know what I, I mean, I knew what I was doing, but like, I was a little nervous, I'll be honest. And um, I remember being in the living room and playing with my son and making a mock kind of playroom in there. And he said his first three words. And, and guys, this really happened. He had never spoke before. And he said, Bob cheetah and bubble and to me i didn't have to be on a waiting list i literally went to your guys' facility i came home i implemented what i was taught and that is where our journey began and so i think it's so important for people to hear that wow that, that is amazing Kristen. i mean and i think that's also a testament to something else which is what our center is built around which is we really feel like there is no one who has the kind of love and commitment and, and really lifelong dedication and caring that a parent has. So, and that's why you are, you have been able to do so much with Jackson and my parents were able to help me so much because no one, you know, oftentimes parents are told, listen, you're just a parent. You're too emotional. You know, you're not educated in this field. If you could step aside and let us take care of it. And um, I don't think that's a helpful message because really there's no one can have the kind of impact that a parent can have. doesn't mean a parent never needs help or anything, but as the centerpiece of any child's progress or program, we really want to sort of teach the parents, empower the parents, and also give them a kind of a sense of confidence to be able to do this because we find that when a parent does this, it has the most impact. Well, and I think what's important for the listeners to also hear are, is that the Sunrise program works so great you know, and I know we'll get into this in the next segment, but it works so great with other things we're doing. So it didn't mean that I stopped speech. It didn't mean that I stopped OT. It just meant that I, I was the, the basically the foundation for us was the Sunrise program, and every other piece was kind of an additional piece that helped my son 
grow. And I, I love what you guys do because you never bash, you know, OT or, or speech or diet or anything else. It's basically these are all components to your program. Would I be correct in that? Sure, they're all, we call them complementary therapies, absolutely. And, and certainly, certainly we would never criticize diet. It's one of the things that we actually talk about in our programs and recommend and help parents to implement. In fact, my parents did the beginnings of diet. They eliminated dairy and uh, many other foods with me when I had autism. And uh, they were doing that. We're talking about now the 70s when no one was even talking about diet as, as related to autism. And uh, they found that to be helpful. So certainly we find this diet and some other things to be helpful complementary therapies that, that only increase the efficacy of what they're doing in the Sunrise Program. Well, and I know with my son trying to get him to eat the foods in the beginning, um, I mean, if I, did, if I didn't have Sunrise, I don't think that my child would have been eating cultured veggies and, you know, broccoli. Um, it was it was definitely something that we implemented in our room. When I say room, I mean our playroom. And, you know, it was basically we just kept taking those steps that and, – and I really used and utilized those tools that you guys gave us because now, of course, I have a 9-year-old who is eating, you know, these foods. And people ask me all the time, how did you get my son to do it? And really, I didn't get him to do it. He did it on his own will, and I just kept inviting him to, to try it, and I kept not giving up, and I kept um, believing that he would. And again, those are all things I learned through you guys. And, and when we come back, I'm really excited because we're going to talk about some other tools that parents can do right now, today, with their child, and um, another, some other exciting things when we get back. We'll be right back. to Voice America Health and Wellness. The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to AutismHopeAlliance.org. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Your life, your health, 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with your host, Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby Gonzalez. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 1-866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here are Terry and Kristen. Hi, everyone. This is Kristen Selby Gonzalez, and I am hosting this week's show. Terry will be back next week. Uh, we've been talking to Ron K. Kaufman from the Autism Treatment Center of America, which is also home of the Sunrise Program, and he was telling us his amazing story of recovery and uh, talking to us about some tools and techniques that the program, the Sunrise Program, offers. So, Ron, when we left, we were talking about some different things that parents can do, but before we get into that, I wanted to talk about um, because a lot, perhaps a lot of people don't know this, there is a book and a movie written about this, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my, my father's an author. His name is Barry Neil Kaufman. And he wrote a book called Sunrise, S-O-N-R-I-S-E, Sunrise, the Miracle Continues, which sort of goes into real detail about my story and what my parents did with me, et cetera. And uh, it's really it's an incredible day-by-day account of it. And uh, that was actually turned into an NBC television movie uh, called Sunrise, A Miracle of Love. And that was seen by several hundred million people worldwide, actually. And people can, people can still, you can't rent that in a, a television movie in a, like a, a movie place, but we have it for people who want it. You can call in and we can send one to you. And what's really great, and I know this because I've done this, is guys, if you call in, what's the number they can call, by the way, Ron? Uh, it's uh, 800-714-2779. Can you say that one more time? Because I, I was sure. writing it down. I didn't write it down fast enough. <laughs> no problem. Uh, it's 1-800-714-2779. And what's really great, guys, if you guys call that number, just tell them you want the NBC movie, um, and they will just go ahead and they'll send that to you. And the cool part is you guys don't charge for it. So um, there's no reason not to call it and get it, guys. And that is the NBC movie. Was it? I think it was in 1979, right? Yeah, you got it. Yep, I've seen it. It's one of my favorites. So, um, guys, you guys definitely have to see that. And it will really talk about the story of what Ron's family went through and what Ron was able to accomplish, and so was his family. I love it, too, because... Basically, for me, for a lot of people out there, like if you have a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or, or maybe a close friend that maybe doesn't really get one autism or perhaps what your family's going through, I love being able to hand that movie to them and say, hey, guys, get a you know bag of popcorn and you know watch this. And, and it's so much easier for them to do because, one, it's a movie, but they can really grasp and understand perhaps um, a piece of what everyone else is going through in the the world of autism. Would you think that's accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what else? People, when they call that uh, 800-714-2779 number, um, they can also um, book time with someone where they can get their questions answered oh. and they can find out if this is a good, this kind of program is a good fit for them. People have a lot of different questions. Uh, they can also get help with things like financial aid. We're, we're a nonprofit charitable organization. So we have money donated every year just for parents. Um, in fact, we gave away almost a million dollars last year in scholarships. So it, in terms of someone getting here and, and getting that kind of help, uh, they can also ask about financial aid or just any specific questions about 
their child and whether this is a good fit. Well, I know um, that for me, I remember calling up, I I found you guys on the internet, and um, I remember calling up the first time I had the opportunity, um, and I think it was on a Monday, and it was so amazing, guys. I called up. I was able to talk to somebody. I remember being very scared because my son had recently got the diagnosis about six weeks prior, and I was really lost. I didn't really know which direction to go into, and I remember finding you on the website, and you guys, if you haven't been to their website, it's, um, is it autismtreatment.org, Ron? You got it. Yeah, so go to autismtreatment.org, and I remember going to that site, and I remember feeling like, wow, is this place real? Because it was the very first time I had read anything um, about children with autism that was so honoring and so respectful and, and just exactly where I felt I wanted to be with my son, and I remember calling up and and talking to a counselor, and he was so great. I mean, he really really kind of, I felt like he held my hand. I mean, he was really just there for me, listened to me, and answered all of my questions. So, guys, really take advantage of that. Um, it's a phone call, and you never know. And th- oh, to me, Kristen, it's... Can I different. chime in for a sec? Sure. Because um, as you were talking, you know, I was thinking that the person you talked to, his name is Brian, he, just an interesting story for him is probably uh, one of the things that helped him be so helpful is he actually, before he ever... He ever worked as a, as a family counselor and, and helped with that kind of thing. He, him and his wife had a child with, with autism, and they then came to the Autism Treatment Center of America. They did the Sunrise program. Their son is now completely recovered and in high school with no traces of his condition whatsoever. And so he really wanted to reach out and help other families. And so then he came to us asking if he can work with us doing that. And so now he talks to now families like you. And I remember him telling me that, that the first time I talked to him, and I just felt like I was finally talking to people that I was I didn't feel alone, and I felt understood. And I think that, to me, as a parent, above anything else, is feeling understood, and actually not and and I felt listened to, and I didn't feel talked at. I felt like I was having a conversation back and forth. So I think, guys, if you have the opportunity, um, you know, don't miss this opportunity. Call and talk to them. The other thing I know you guys have, which you did not have years ago, which you do now, which I think is great, you have webinars that are free that they can, um, people can go on right now as we're talking, and you can watch all these different, um, and in a sense, they're training. I almost think of them as training videos. What did you say? Yeah, there's a lot. They're all by different teachers, including me. That are that tell people different parts of the of the sunrise program that they can do or try implementing. Uh, so yeah, they're they're all they can you know watch them as many times as they want. They can watch part of one. So yeah, absolutely. Now, um, so guys, you know, definitely go to autismtreatment.org, look at that, and definitely try to get that NBC um, movie because it's just a it's a great resource to have. Okay, so now I want to get into the meat and potatoes of this, Ron. I want these families to hear what they can do today and, you know, try out some of these techniques. So can you talk about something that, like, let's say I'm at home right now and I'm, like, looking at my child, and if it was my child way back when, he would be running around a dining room table a hundred times at this moment, right? So... <laughs> What would I do for my child who is doing repetitive things or really um, doesn't appear to be interested in me at the moment? Sure. Well, the the first thing to realize is that um, our children are in in all different ways. They're in their own world. So one of the things we talk about is that the children show us the way in, and then we show them the way out. 
which means rather than trying to get our children to conform to a world they don't yet understand, we start with a principle called joining. This is the first thing I would recommend trying for anyone who's listening right now. It's really easy. All it involves is when your child is what we might call stimming, when they're doing something repetitively, uh, and it sort of seems like they're doing something in a way that's like there's a, there's a club and they're the only member. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then what you want to do is you want to be a member of that club, but you got to do that by getting invited in. And what, what that entails is if a child is, is flapping his or her hands, you sit down next to them and flap with them. If a child is making a specific sound over and over again, you make that sound with them. If they're running in a circle, you run in a circle with them. Right. And it's, it's about doing really doing it from a sense of really not just trying to copy or mimic them, but really trying to, in a sense, be a student of your child's world, to be to be genuinely interested, to try and uh, what, what's a really neat for parents to see once they start doing this is this is a way you can really express your love to your child in a way that they can actually understand. And when what we find is when people do this. And we've been doing this now, as you said, for over 30 years. So this is, this is, not, uh, this is not a small sample size. Uh, what we find is that children look at us more. They become more interested in us. They'll sometimes smile at us or take our hand. And they actually become less and less interested in the very behavior that they were doing that we started to join in with. And well, when you're saying this, I'm remembering, you know, a Jackson. And, and I've seen this with so many other kids as well. The first time I did it, I remember he was lining this particular object up, and he was on one side, and I had to kind of position myself where I was in his, you know, um, eye contact view or you know line of view, I should say, and but I wasn't on top of him, and I was lining things up with him, and I remember. Um, I remember feeling for the first time so connected to him because I wasn't asking him to stop doing what he was trying to do. I wasn't asking him for anything. I was just being there doing the game that, because I really looked at it at that moment as that something he was doing because he loved it, right? So it was his game. And I was playing with him in the way that he would, um, the way that he needed at that moment. And that is the first time, you know, that I actually got any type of quality eye contact ever in my life from him. Wow. That is, that is so awesome, Kristen. It's, it's funny, too, because that, is, that was my mom's experience with me. I had not looked at her, her or in any way connected or shown any interest in her. And she, this is when she first, in a sense, invented the principle. When she, and then she started doing what I was doing because she was trying to figure out how do I show him I love him and connect with him in a way that he can understand. And that was the first time I ever looked at, at her, ever. Oh, oh, my gosh. That just gave me chills, like, hearing that all over again. When we come back, you guys, we're going to talk about where Ron is going to be next. And um, if you have any questions, this is the time to call in, guys. So we'll be back in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. 
More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On mind, brain, and body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Are you living your vital life? One that is showcasing you at your full potential? There are many issues that stand in the way of most people achieving their full potential. We will discuss these issues and how to overcome them each week on The Vital Life, Awakening Your Full Potential, with host Dr. Carolyn Coker-Ross. Living the vital life often requires that we trust our own intuitive voice and that we view illness or life challenges as calls to action to reconnect with the deeper urges of our spirit or soul. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with your host, Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby Gonzalez. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here are Terry and Kristen. Hi, everyone. This is Kristen Selby Gonzalez, and I am the host this week. Terry will be back next week. We have been talking to the amazing Ron Kaufman. Um, from the Autism Treatment Center of America, which is home of the Sunrise Program. And before we went to break, we were talking about some techniques um, that the center that he um, works at, uh, they basically teach us the tools and techniques there. And so before we left, Ron, we were talking about people going to your center and some of the different techniques you guys have. And during commercial break, we were talking about we wanted to remind parents or actually to let parents know that, um, you know, what that means to go there for a week, right? Yeah, because we have this big 100-acre campus nestled on the side of a mountain in, in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. It's really incredible. But the part that's important is, so parents come there. We have several different programs, and we do have a more advanced program where they do come with their child. But what always happens is the first program that any parent would ever come to if they decided that this was for them is called the Startup. And that program they actually attend without their child. And what they do is they learn during classes with us all week, and they learn all the techniques, like you said, 
that you can then go home and implement. That's what you took when you then went home and your son said his first three words. So that's, and it's great because you're in this program with a bunch of other parents who are going through what you're going through. We have these teachers who've had decades of experience who are really working with you and helping you with this. Um, so then you go home with the tools. I just wanted that to, to be clear to people listening. Now, what I want people to hear is that this program is called the Startup Program, what Mom's talking about. But as from a parent's point of view, because I've taken this program, and, and by the way, I don't work for, for you guys. I just love you guys. And I, I want people to know I, I don't work for the Autism Treatment Center of America. Um, I'm a parent who went through your courses, and I just am such a big believer in this being one of, you know, one of definitely the, the tools that every parent should know about. Um, but... Basically, you go there, and what's so amazing and phenomenal, really, is that there's parents from all over the world that go. So I remember in my particular uh, class, there was somebody from Australia, there were people there from the U.K., there were people from all over the United States. And what I found so um, fascinating and really reminded me that I wasn't alone was that the same thing that was going on with me and my son was the same thing that was happening in the UK or in Australia or, you know, in Kansas, let's say. And it was just so great to be in a room for the first time where, again, and I go back to that word that I've been saying is being understood. And I felt like I was being understood and I felt as though I was being listened to for the first time, and I wasn't looked at as I was dumb or anything. Where in the past I I had been sitting in evaluations and I felt I almost felt as though you know everybody else knew more than I knew. But the one thing I did know was my son, and um, and here I felt like you know I felt like they were listening, and not only were they listening, but they were holding my hand and letting me know, hey, we've been there before. And this is this is a path that you could take, and here are some tools. And I don't know what I would do. I really don't know. I know we would not be where we are today. So thank you so much. I, I will be eternally grateful for the rest of my life because I think I think people have heard me say this. If you haven't heard me say this, I did give birth to my son, but the reason that my son has a life, honestly, was the foundation of the Sunrise Program. So that to me is there's nothing there's nothing other than. Um, immense, like, just love and gratitude for you guys. So, Oh, well, thank um, you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going from there, basically now, wh- so right now I want the parents to really, um, we were talking about tools on joining and and I think, and again, joining guys is, again, just going into their world. Um, but there's another piece to that, and we were talking at break, and we were talking about attitude. Why is attitude so important, Ron? Well, I got to tell you, this is the most overlooked area of autism treatment, hands down. You know, everyone's focused on what to do, this technique or that technique. And of course, that's important. I would never say it wasn't. But what then gets overlooked is how we're doing what we're doing and how that's getting digested by the child. We spend a fair amount of time. We, we do teach a lot of techniques in the startup program and in other programs. But we also spend a lot of time working with parents on their own attitudes about their child and their child's behavior. And this is really important because when you're uncomfortable, whether it's because you're annoyed about something your child is doing or even it's just because you're stressed because you had a hard day at work, your child is not a mind reader. They don't know all the reasons why you're feeling what you're feeling. All they know is that someone around them is uncomfortable or stressed out, et cetera. And this is just another thing that is now overwhelming and threatening to them. So it will then be harder 
to create a, the kind of connection you want to start to help your child to cross that bridge from their world to yours. So this attitude, having a real attitude of uh, relaxed, loving acceptance, really accepting everything that your child is doing so that they can let you in, really being comfortable with, with your child's behaviors, which also includes not, not scaring yourself about what they're doing, meaning not saying, oh, what does this mean about the future or will my child ever improve? I totally understand why a parent would have those thoughts. Those are completely normal. In fact, every parent we work with struggles with that. But that's why we spend so much time helping them with that because when we can get a parent to a place where they're really consistently comfortable, then they're much more able to get a lot more from their child. Their child's more open to interacting with them. Their child is more and more connected. Their child is more comfortable. And that's the, that is the keystone to then getting more and more interaction. Uh, I mean, even the principle of joining that we talked about before, right, the only way that works is if while you're doing what your child is doing, you're genuinely comfortable and accepting of what your child is doing because that's the way your child can actually see this person really loves me, this person's excited about what I'm doing, this person's accepting of what I'm doing, and that lets them be more comfortable so that they can step outside their world more. So it's, it's absolutely, this idea of attitude is absolutely crucial. And there have been some interesting studies done of late that actually shows that attitude alone on the part of the parent or therapist has a gigantic impact on how interactive the child is. Well, I want people to think about this. If you have a friend, right, and your friend is, um, you know, hanging out with you, let's say you're at lunch, and they, they're not comfortable because maybe they're upset because they had a bad day, um, maybe somebody cut them off on the road driving there, maybe they just realized, you know, that uh, they lost their job, or who knows, they're having just one of those days, and you know, can you imagine, think of, put yourself in that situation having lunch with a friend who is so uncomfortable and you're sitting there trying your best to be, you know, trying to comfort them and, and yet no matter what you say, they're just, they're just not all the way there because they're thinking about other things, they're, they're worrying. Well, imagine your child. And I always think of that because, well, you know, we all have stress. Everybody has stress. I have bad days and good days and in-between days and all of the above days, I guess. And, you know, my son absolutely knows if I'm, let's say I'm running late or, um, which is typically always for me, <laughs> um, or maybe um, I'm, I'm stressed about money or maybe I'm worried about my deadline at, you know, work or something. The minute we start feeling that way, honestly, I can see my son constantly, he'll, he'll, his whole body will go into a different a different way. But the minute I let go of all that and I realize I just want to be present in the moment with him and I really want to just listen to him, all of a sudden it like opens these doors and it opens almost like I think of it as a this stream that's like nice, beautiful stream that's just flowing down. And that I think is what, when you're talking about attitudes, which is so important and think about, it doesn't have to be autism. Anybody you're with that's not comfortable, how comfortable do you become then when you want to hang out with them? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and of course, with the child on the spectrum, right, they're having a lot of sensory challenges. So they're already in a world that is incredibly overwhelming, incredibly unpredictable. That's part of the reason why they're doing the behaviors that they're doing. So How smart the attitude they determines whether. They're so what's that? smart. No, I think how smart are they when they're taking care of themselves in that sensory way? Absolutely. And they're doing the best thing they can possibly do to take care of themselves given the circumstances they're facing. 
But that's why how we are with them in terms of how comfortable and how accepting that we are with them, it really had to contr- either contributes a lot to how overwhelmed they are or really contributes to them feeling a lot less overwhelmed. So that's why this is so important. So by going to, and I know the answer to this already, but when people are at the startup, basically they, you guys are working on that, that piece of it, right? Absolutely. As we're going through all the techniques to do, we're also spending a great deal of time really working with every parent on how they feel the issues that are coming up for them that are stressing them out about their child, how the different tools and techniques they can use to stay more comfortable when they're with their child. In fact, one of the biggest changes I hear from people, and this is before they've gone home, so their child obviously hasn't changed yet, is that they see their child with new eyes and they feel completely different about their child. And that's one of the things I get really excited about. And I don't think there's any, and there might be, but I don't know of it. I don't think there's any therapy out there that really focuses on the different components, not just the child's, you know, how to connect with the child, but also that attitude piece. Because, again, I think it's so overlooked, and people think they can fake it. And, you know, nobody can fake really what's going on on the inside. And these kids are so intuitive. I think children in general, regardless if they have autism or not, I think majority of children are very intuitive. But correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's anything out there that's really addressing that, other than you guys. Well, that's why I so that's why I call it the most overlooked area. It's just not getting really looked at and paid attention to, which is why we try and pay so much attention to it. And so, right now, if someone's at home and like they're listening and they're feeling kind of sad, what tools? I mean, do you guys have different CDs, or do you guys have like? Um, I know there's different CDs out there that you guys offer, but again, they can call and get those. Um, And I I know that there's a small fee for those, but they're very inexpensive. But also they can do, like, are there webinars and stuff that they can go to uh, to help with that? Yeah, well, look, there's no no fees at all for, like, let's say something like the Sunrise movie that you were talking about. Anything they're viewing on the web, and there's a lot of stuff right on autismtreatment.org, right on our homepage, and that they can just view as many times as they want. Uh, yeah, they can also purchase some, some resources. I have, there's a video um, that I do called Breakthrough Strategies for Autism Spectrum Disorders, and that's like a two-hour video where I walk you through all the major principles of the Sunrise program and some, and some clues on how to um, utilize them. Uh, so there's different things. There's an, another video that actually is also they can just ask for and get sent to them called um, Autism Solution, which is also some some techniques, and it shows us doing them with specific children so you can see them in action. There's a lot of resources that that parents can really use. I know for me, guys, I have, I think I pretty much have every CD and DVD that you guys have, but I love the CDs especially, too, because I can put them in the car, and I can listen as I'm driving, and I feel like by the time I get to my destination, I feel like this like new person. But, you know, definitely, guys, I know it's overlooked, and um, and I'm, I know this year at Autism won uh, the conference that's coming up in May. Woo-hoo! Very excited about that. <laughs> Um, basically, um, they're going to be talking a lot about how important it is for the caregiver to really look at themselves and take care of themselves. And because that's where it all starts, guys. It all starts with us feeling comfortable and taking care of ourselves. And um, I know uh, before we go to break, I know, um, I know, Ron, you're going to be at Autism One, right? Uh, I will, absolutely. I can, I can get into that when we come back. But, yeah, I'll, I'll be there, and we, we're going to have a whole team there as well. 
I'm so excited. When we come back, guys, Ron's going to talk about uh, when he's talking and um, and all the people that will be there, and so um, and some other some other great resources to look into. So we'll be back in a moment. Listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to AutismHopeAlliance.org. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with your host, Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby Gonzalez. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 1 866 472 5792. Now back to the program. Here are Terry and Kristen. Hi, everyone. This is Kristen Selby Gonzalez, and I am hosting this week. Terry will be back next week. We've been talking to Ron K. Kaufman from the Autism Treatment Center of America, which is home of the Sunrise Program. And before we get back into that, I wanted to remind everybody that the Autism One Conference is happening at the end of May, on May 25th. I believe it starts, and it goes through the weekend. It's going to be in the Chicago area. If you have not heard yet, it is free for the very first time ever in history. I believe there's a small $25 registration fee for materials, but other than that, it is completely free, and um, they have some amazing, amazing things that are going to be happening. Um, they have a, a great, um, they have a spa night. They have, we are having an award show, which is going to be announced 
um, online pretty soon, and that's at the Saturday dinner. Um, we There's going to be a dad's night out. I mean, there's the list goes on and on and on, on top of having over 150 amazing speakers and um, just some amazing think tanks and some other things. So make sure you guys go to autism1.org to check all of that out and definitely block out your calendar. The keynotes will be Jenny McCarthy and Byron Katie amazing, amazing women out there. And so um, definitely, definitely check that out. Also, I know Ron's going to be there, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be there. I'm speaking at 345 on Friday of the conference. Um, but also what I'm really excited about is we are, we are for the first time, we're sponsoring the conference in, and, and sending a whole team of people, of our child facilitators and some teachers, where what we'll be doing is we'll be actually having taking care of child care for a number of the parents. So we'll be working with a bunch of kids um, while we're there. And then also at the end of each day, our team of people is going to have sessions that you can sign up for. Obviously, they don't cost anything or anything, but you can sign up for them uh, where you can, they're basically like Q&A sessions and consultation sessions so that you can uh, get help and get assistance. And that'll be after each day. And then, of course, not only will I be speaking, but I'll be at my booth all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to also answer questions or any any help that people want as well. There'll be resources that they can get there as well. Well, this is so amazing, guys, because like you said, they're flying in a huge team of people, and um, I know we're waiting right now for the confirmation, but there's 40, and you guys will be working with 40 kids, basically. They're doing child care for 40 children. They've, they've sponsored that, so thank you guys so much for that. That's so generous of you guys. Oh, no and problem. Oh, and I, what I love about it is the parents that are going to have their child, you know, in that child care are going to also be able to benefit in such a different way because you're going to be able to, to really see the, the love and, and some of the techniques, I'm sure, um, even though it will be in a group setting, definitely some of the techniques that you guys are so well-known for. So definitely take advantage. Make sure you stop by Ron's booth and definitely go to his lecture because, honestly, and I, I, and I say this and I say this so sincerely, you are definitely one of the best speakers I've ever heard and presenters. Oh, so, man, um, and definitely, guys, if you haven't heard Ron speak, make sure to check him out that Friday and um, because it will definitely blow you away. And, and utilize oh. also sign up to talk to one of your teammates there um, after hours, correct? Absolutely. They should do both of those things for sure. Okay. Um, so um, so basically um, we are going to talk about some, some different things that, um, you know, uh, that we're going to be talking about at Autism One. Um, one of the things that we're going to be talking about at Autism One is uh, some of the, uh, with your child care, I want to kind of talk a little bit about that. So paint a picture of what that's going to look like so that they're going to bring their child in and you guys are going to work with them in a group setting, but that doesn't necessarily mean um, what we would do at home. Am I correct in that? Right. So basically, they're going to, that would be something, um, especially for teachers out there, that would be another great avenue for them to be able to, to be able to ask some questions because a lot of times our kids are in a group setting like a school. So this would be a great opportunity for them as well. Sure. So yeah, very, very excited. So guys, please, 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 please make sure you guys um, check them out. Um, okay, so let's get back into um, some of the other resources that you guys have. I know you guys have the, I've been saying webinars, I've been meaning to say webcasts. 
And so, um, so you guys have webcasts, you guys have your CDs, you have uh, different books that people can get, um, and then, of course, you have the calls. Um, is there anything else that you're – are you working on anything um, currently right now, Ron? Yeah, I'm almost done with uh, – I actually have the first draft done completely of uh, a book that's basically like a, an intro book. For, it's a how-to book, an intro book for doing all of the major techniques of the program that parents can also implement at home. And and, and that should be out probably sometime ne- uh, later this year or next year? I would say next year, yeah. Very, very exciting. Um, and so as we're, as we're thinking about, you know, what's... Which we're thinking about um, something for as a listener listening at home. What's something that you want to give them to kind of take home with them, and the message that you really want them to have? Well, you know, I would say that um, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people get concerned about you don't want to have false hope for your child. You want to be really careful and not, you know, you not want too much or not expect too much, et cetera. And and I would really just say that. Number one, there is no such thing as false hope. Hope can never be false. It can never be detrimental. It's not a promise. It's just saying, I believe it's possible, and I'm willing to take action to try and make that possible. You know, hope really leads to action. Without action, none of our kids can get help. So I don't think any parent who's listening has to apologize for hoping for their child or for wanting more for their child. The only reason you and I, Kristen, could have this conversation today is because my parents believed in me when no one else on earth believed in me. So what, even though we, would ne- we can't know what each child will accomplish, we can, we can make sure that we never decide in advance what a child is not going to do and we give our child every single chance. So I would just say every parent, no parent has to ever apologize for doing that. And I think that's so important for, for families to, to remember that, that, again, this is, it's, it's totally okay for us to want and, and to reach for this, the stars for our children. And, you know, I want everyone to remember to go to autismtreatment.org. Again, utilize that site. And remember that, you know, basically with all of our kids, every child is different. It's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, there's components of everything that, you know, um, there's a components in a lot of different therapies out there. When I say therapies, meaning diet and, and other things um, that, you know, works for some of us and maybe and maybe doesn't work for all of us. But the one thing with you guys is that, to me, that foundation of love and acceptance and um, true true understanding, and uh, you can't really go wrong with that. I, I don't know how anybody in the world could go wrong with that. Um, when I think about, you know, what we've done with Jackson and where he is today, you know, I I can't imagine doing it, it any other way. And so, guys, again, when you're listening... I really want you to think about looking at where your child is today and really, really not ever being afraid to really hope for everything. And, and, and it's okay. It's okay if you don't get it, but it's okay to always want it. Correct, Ron? Absolutely. And so the, um, the one thing is, you know, to really, and not to beat yourself up too. I think that's also so important. I know so many people out there are trying to blame themselves or they think they're not doing enough. And, I think that when we do that, we are not useful to, not only to our child, but we're not useful to ourselves because we can't see anything else that's out there. So reminding you guys all that, you know, it's going to, every day is a different day. Every day is a new day. And basically just to keep moving forward and to, to really utilize all the resources that we've talked about because that is really, to me, that is such a gift from everything that your parents have done. And so, guys... 
please go to autismtreatment.org and, and just don't give up. Remembering that progress for one provides hope for all of our kids. And I'm so excited, Ron. I look forward to seeing you at Autism One. I look forward to seeing your team there. And thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you. All right, you guys. Well, um, next week, Terry will be back. And um, thanks, guys, for listening. And remembering to um, go to autismone.org for more information about the conference. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Medica would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. For more information, go to autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with host Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby-Gonzalez. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.